This is You Talking To Me, the podcast that takes a classic movie, a 14-year-old boy, and puts them together to see what happens next. James has never seen any of the films before and may not thank me for making him watch them. This is Man Vs. Boy Film Analysis. Hi, and welcome to You Talking To Me. For each episode, we take a classic movie for James to view for the first time and we watch it together. From this shared experience, we discuss what he thought of it to see if it still holds up. Hi, James. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm okay. You recently turned 14. I did. How's that going? It's going good. Nothing's really changed, but, you know, it's a different number. Okay, so Rocky released in 1976 and I think in the UK in 1977, directed by John G. Avildsen. The film was written by and stars Sylvester Stallone and also stars Talia Shire, Burt Young, Carl Weathers and Burgess Meredith. Rocky's a rags-to-riches story about Rocky Balboa, small-time boxer given the opportunity to fight for a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship title. It's also a sweet-natured love story and probably one of the most well-loved sports films ever. Shot over only 28 days, it cost around a million dollars to make, and was a huge hit, earning $225 million worldwide, and it made Sylvester Stallone a movie star. In terms of how the film got made, it is itself kind of a rags-to-riches story, and unknown at the time, Sylvester Stallone wrote the screenplay himself, got interest in the script, literally by knocking on doors, insisted on playing the title role himself. And it's a great script, it's about heroes and, and love and courage, and succeeding against all the odds, taking that one chance of fighting your way to success. And in a way, this is Stallone fighting his way to to success as a, as a movie star and a writer and, a, and ultimately a, a film director. James, have you got, got some info for us? Um, on IMDb, it gets 8.1 out of 10, but um, last week, I think it was 8, so it changes a lot. Uh, on Metacritic, it gets 70. On Rotten Tomatoes, it gets 94%. And Empire gave it four stars. Um, at the Academy Awards, it won Best Picture, Best Director and Best Film Editing. Sylvester Stallone was nominated for Best Screenplay and also for Best Actor. And Talia Shire, Burgess Meredith and Burt Young were also all nominated for acting. The AFI has Rocky at number two in its list of best sports movies, uh, with Raging Bull at number one. So this is a really confident film. Uh, it takes its time, doesn't fall into cliche, and it starts as if it's already some sort of big famous movie. You get at the very beginning of the film, that um, famous theme starts, and in screen high letters, the title of the movie scrolls across the screen. This is a film that knows how good it is. We're in 1975 Philadelphia, and it's pretty gritty, there's no glamour at all in what we're seeing there's a real sense of of poverty i felt james um what did you think when we saw those sort of opening scenes you're introduced to rocky you know he's walking around the streets it's 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 a bit of a dump it is well in like all these other films it's like america's like the best country in the world and then it just shows you this and i can't lie i was a bit confused in what because you've not seen that type that side of america in film Pretty much, yeah. I mean, it is, you know, purposefully gritty. It manages to have a certain degree of realism. You know, it's not it's not glamorised. I don't know how many 70s films you've seen, but obviously, you know, 
the cars all look different. Obviously, the the, the fashion is different. Was that yeah. off-putting for you? To be honest, I didn't really notice it that much. So when you say like the whole look of it sort of surprised you, what what did you really mean? In the majority of American films, it's like showing the nice places of town. Like, do you mean like in like um, you'd see a film, I don't know, a thriller or something, and everybody lives in a huge apartment? And, yeah, you know, yeah. Somehow, about. like everyone in film is like not rich but just middle class i guess and not very many people are poor in film i think that's a really good point you know sort of working class people have been portrayed in films before rocky but i think there weren't many big hollywood blockbusters let's say and this this film did make a lot of money that really show that side of of america yeah you know it's a poor neighborhood that rocky lives in and look at rocky's apartment it's tiny and it's extremely messy as well You get very realistic characters, you know, Rocky's kind of down on his luck, he's working as a kind of, as a goon, you know, as muscle for a a loan shark. I mean, I don't know if you understood that side of things. Yeah, I didn't actually really know what that was. Yeah, it seems a bit, like, scary, his job. Yeah, yeah, he was asked to do some, you know, asked to break someone's thumb and, you know, it, it is social realism, I suppose, to a degree, very realistic, but I guess because it was a low budget, they... They're, they're filming on location, you know, they haven't gone to a studio, they're out on the streets, they're filming this, you know. Yeah. I would say that um, the realism that you get in the first Rocky is almost forgotten about by the time you get to, I don't know, like Rocky Four, which perhaps is a little bit over the top in comparison. So the script to the film is quite well regarded. Sylvester Stallone writing from the heart, writing what he knows, and the characters are really well formed. I feel like if you look at the character of Adrian and, and, and Paulie, so sort of brother and sister sharing a, sharing a house together, you know, it's really, it's quite brutal, that relationship between the two of them are arguing all the time. Paulie's a drunk, you know. Yeah. Um, have you seen that kind of stuff in a, in a mainstream film before? Um, not particularly. I don't know. That I think that might be the only film where I've seen like that type of relationship between siblings. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's pretty full on at times. Uh, Paulie is uh, is quite violent, but you know it, it it's brilliant because the script is so is so realistic. You wouldn't get that if if you didn't have a really good script in the first place. So what what did you think about the writing? Was it his debut writing thing? It's the first film that he'd written. Yeah. Yeah, it seems pretty good for someone's first thing, first film. Yeah, absolutely. And and not only do you get this kind of rough and ready side, there's also this really tender love story between, you know, kind of uneducated boxer um, who's kind of missed life's opportunities and the sort of chronically shy pet shop assistant. You know, it, it, could, it could have been really corny uh, and it's not. I thought, I thought it was totally believable. Yeah. Uh, a lot of that comes down to the acting. Talia Shire is absolutely brilliant in this in this film um, as as Adrian. Everyone plays their parts perfectly. Burgess Meredith and Carl Weathers, um, they're also great. Uh, Weathers delivering that sort of surety of, of, of a champion as, as Apollo Creed. The characters are all sort of fairly complex. And, and obviously Stallone as Rocky. What did you what did you think about that? So was this his first film? No, no, he'd been in other his first starring role. Yeah, it it was it was good. I really really liked it. I feel like his um, I feel like the way he spoke kind of like makes it seem more realistic. Because if he spoke like um, posh or <laughs> thing, it it would just not be realistic. Do you think at he all. spoke like an, an uneducated man? 
Yeah, I guess. So I think it's interesting because I think um, people have in the past maybe taken the mickey out of uh, Sylvester Stallone and the way that he talks. And it's based primarily on the way that he talks in, in Rocky and to to a certain degree in Rambo. Yeah. But here's a guy who's written loads of films, directed loads of films, starred in loads of films. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll get on a limb. I, I think Sylvester Stallone is, is one of Hollywood's most underrated actors yeah um, you know in in the right role perhaps not in everything i mean he's brilliant as rocky you know totally believable he wrote it so he sort of made it his own but he, and he's totally committed to it you know it, it's potentially could look silly doing it you know somebody else like another big actor in the 70s doing that role would it have been as believable it has to be an unknown almost doesn't it yeah just like as his character is an unknown when he's fighting Apollo. Yeah, absolutely. And you're there, you know, with him, you know, all, all the way. I think if you want further proof, and you've seen this, James, but if anybody wants further proof of how good an actor Sylvester Stallone is, you need to watch the last five minutes of the first Rambo movie, the last five minutes of First Blood. So he like in, in that film he delivers, you know, his final kind of speech and he's in tears, you know, he's a broken man, he's broken down completely, unable to go on. You know, he's really, really good in that. That's a few years later than Rocky. I don't know. I just, I just think maybe Hollywood has never been able to accept that an action star, you know, an action hero could actually be a good actor. You know, they, they'd like to pigeonhole people. There's a really good, he's really good in a later film called Copland. Have you ever heard of that? I don't think so. It's probably a 90s film and I think directed by James Mangold, who made uh, Logan. Mm. It's not like Logan, but um, it's really, really good. It's, a, it's just a drama, like a cop drama, um, but it's really, really good. If that's on anything, you need to watch that. Yeah. So you've seen First Blood. Yes. And you've seen Rocky. Mm-hmm. So they're, fir- they're both first films in long series of films because they've all got tons of sequels. Yeah. Which did you prefer, do you think, Rocky or First Blood? Well... I don't know, there's something about First Blood that just makes me prefer it. I don't know what it is. I think it might be because it's, like, more action-y. I don't know. I prefer drama over action, but I think they did action extremely well in First Blood. Yeah, I love First Blood. I think it's a great film. I think Rocky is of its time, perhaps, in many ways. First Blood is a few, is a few years later. It's perhaps technically a better film. Yeah. So Rocky's journey goes all the way from the first Rocky movie... Uh, all the way to Creed 2, which is the last film that the character's in. So you've seen Rocky, and you've seen both Creed movies, but I think what's interesting is that you were first introduced to the character of Rocky Balboa in Creed. Yeah. I mean, seeing Rocky definitely makes um, uh, his character in Creed seem more like believable and better, and I definitely can't wait to watch Creed again. You've got that backstory now, haven't you? You yeah. know where Rocky's come from. I think, you know, obviously it's it's implied all the way through Creed. You, you know, you're given snippets of the history. Obviously, uh, Adonis is Apollo's son and, you know, and it's his story predominantly. Yeah. But yeah, there's this, you know, there's really strong character in it. Is Sylvester Stallone as Rocky Balboa. The thing I find funny is that Rocky and Adonis both lived completely different lives before they were like big boxers because Rocky was this poor man and Adonis is just this guy that just lives in a mansion because of his dad basically I don't want to spoil it but Rocky does get the wealth and the success Um, and in fact that in the later films Rocky's wealth 
and his fame actually becomes part of the story because it's mm. dealing with that side of things. Do you think of the character of Rocky, even when you saw it in um, in the first Rocky movie when he's on TV with Apollo and Apollo calls him forward and the interviewers are interviewing him, he's the character of Rocky being true to the character and, and speaking quite simply and quite honestly. You know, yes, the character develops, but it, ultimately it's still this guy from the, a poor neighbourhood in, in Philadelphia who's sort of pushed forward into the limelight. By the time you get to Rocky III, I don't, I don't want to spoil it, James, but by the time you get to Rocky III, he is the heavyweight champion of the world. Is he? But with all the, with all the wealth that that brings. So he changes in that respect throughout the film. So there are eight... Rocky films in total, if you include Creed 1 and 2. First Rocky all the way to Rocky 5. And then there's a film called Rocky Balboa, released in 2006. Yeah. Which leads to Creed in 2015 and Creed 2 in 2018. Sylvester Stallone directed Rocky 2, Rocky 3, Rocky 4. Didn't direct Rocky 5. That was the same director as Rocky. Yeah. Then Rocky Balboa. And he wrote all the screenplays. Really? So this character is his. You know, he's total ownership of this character. And he's written that development all the way through. So really, really watch all the films because they're great. Rocky Five is not brilliant, but, you know, <laughs> they are good. They're all really entertaining. So do you think you'll watch the other Rockies to kind of join the dots between Rocky One and Creed? Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to rush to them, if I'm completely honest, but I, I will get round to it, definitely. So Rocky or Creed? Oh, um, I'd probably say Creed, actually. It's it's kind of your generation's Rocky, if you see what I mean. I didn't see Rocky first. My first Rocky was Rocky three. Mm. I then went back and watched the others at a later. I think I thought I think I saw Rocky three and then Rocky four before I'd seen Rocky and Rocky two. And why was that? Because Rocky three came out of the cinema, so I must have been nine or ten or something like that when I went to the cinema to see Rocky three because it was the big film, you know. And what would you say is the best one then? I like Rocky three. Yeah. Uh, Rocky 4, it's okay. It's a bit over the top. I think Rocky 1 and 2 together are really, really good. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Rocky 2 is a, is almost a retread of Rocky, but there is development there, and I think that's the key to them all. There's character development there. Yeah. Rocky 2 is the rematch, essentially, Yeah. Uh, with Apollo, and that's that's got a really good ending. <laughs> so, um, we, yeah, perhaps we'll watch that. Does he get any money from his first fight, or is yeah, it just like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, they said it in the film. He gets something like one hundred and fifty thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah, yeah, he gets that just for participating. Win or lose, Rocky is taken out of his poverty. Yeah, um, just by being involved in the fight. So it's life changing for Rocky, no matter what happens. So the film spends as much time on Rocky and Adrian's relationship as it does on boxing. Possibly even more, to be honest. The first half of the movie slowly allows us to get to know Rocky and the characters around him. And I think because we see Rocky at his lowest, it makes the journey so much more rewarding. We need that first hour to understand what the fight really means to Rocky, to see him deal with this this sort of life-changing experience. Yeah. What did you think about the pace of that kind of that first hour? You know, there's, there's... I mean, were you expecting more boxing? I thought it was just going to be like full on boxing, boxing, boxing. That's what I thought it was going to be. But no, I actually really enjoyed how um, they did it. Did you think, you know, he's going through this this change, you know, yeah. this experience? I was thinking a lot as we watched it, what you would be thinking of it in that moment. I was sort of thinking, what's he 
what? <laughs> is he getting this? Does he, does he, you know, is he, are you bored? You know, I did yeah. wonder that when we were watching it and I don't know if um, the anticipation was enough to get you through those, those first bits. Although I think they're important that you do see all of that backstory. You have to see how he lives. You have to see the love story progress between him and Adrian. But, yeah. Um, it's part of the story, if you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. So did you have preconceptions? Oh yeah. I thought it was literally just like, Boxing from the start, boxing to the end, and boxing in the middle. So Apollo decides on this kind of show fight, and he wants an unknown. And he picks Rocky because of his fighting name, the Italian Stallion. (laughs) So Apollo's the showman, he's confident as the champion. And we do kind of see him resting on his laurels a little bit. Rocky's training hard, and Apollo clearly isn't. And I love the training by punching meat. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's so random but just so funny um what did you think about that you know it's kind of again it's you know it's training with what you've got available yeah. isn't it in most rocky films there's usually some sort of back to basics training routine um <laughs> it, you know there's nothing high tech about how rocky trains in any of the yeah films. in rocky 4 you see him running through the snow he's literally chopping down trees really as part of his training regime and that's actually it so that's in the training montage section of rocky four mm. the training montage in rocky is is just excellent i think it's the most uh probably most memorable part of the film if you're going to show a clip of rocky you're gonna show yeah the training montage you're gonna show him running through the streets training montages I was thinking about other ones perhaps to recommend. Obviously, there's a training montage oh, yeah, in, in every Rocky film. It has to be. Rocky, the Rocky Three one is really good. I don't want to spoil it, but uh, in Rocky Three, he trains with Apollo. Really? Uh, I think, yeah, like Apollo trains Rocky. Yeah. And you know the song Eye of the Tiger. Oh, yeah. Is that from this? That's from Rocky Three. Really? Yeah, so that's from Rocky Three, And that's part, and I think that's in the training montage. And they're running, they're running against each other along the, along the beach or something and it's just you know that's really really good yeah and i was having a look and i was trying to think of other other ones and i initially thought of karate kid yeah which you haven't seen which we need to see that's we do a, that's got a good train, training montage and then i thought of recent film i think there's a training montage in the fighter uh, which is an excellent film is that the one with christine bale yeah 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 i want to watch that and i think there's a good one in kill bill as well yeah, you know, in this one, it's the one that everybody refers to. So he's running through the streets. Bill Conti's "Gonna Fly Now," which is the name of that famous bit of music. Yeah, that's that's on in the background. He runs up the steps of Philadelphia's Art Museum, and it all comes together kind of at that point, just just before we get to the fight. Uh, do you think Rocky has the first training montage in it? I did look at a few lists of training montages to see kind of which ones people thought were really good and Rocky yeah. 4 came up a lot and Karate Kid came up a lot but actually thinking about it in those lists they all list Rocky and out of all of those films on those lists Rocky is the oldest film so yes yeah, so maybe Rocky is the first proper training montage in like a sports movie yeah maybe and I'm assuming you knew the music before you'd seen the film. Oh, yeah. It's like one of the most famous themes. main themes for a film like ever, I'm pretty sure. So if we're talking about training in Rocky, we need to talk about Mickey, played by Burgess Meredith. There's a uh, there's an even stronger relationship between uh, Rocky and Mickey in Rocky 2. Yeah. But here we see Mocky... Uh, Mocky? Mocky. <laughs> <laughs> Mocky. 
But here we see Mickey so disappointed in Rocky at the start, but ultimately he wants to train Rocky. So uh, at, the, in the, at the beginning of the film, he's kind of you know he, he's kind of almost abusive to Rocky. Yeah. But by the end, when Rocky has his shot, Mickey comes and, and asks he can train Rocky. And there's a really powerful scene between Stallone and, and Burgess Meredith, where Rocky initially refuses Mickey's help because Mickey had refused to help him in the past when he was a nobody. Yeah, well, do you think that Mickey was just doing that so he could be like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this so I can get some money from it? Or do you reckon he was like, oh yeah, I can see potential in this guy, I'm going to train him to be good? I think a bit of, I can see the potential, because I always have seen the potential, but I also think that, in a way, Mickey had not reached his full potential. You know, boxers only get a short, lifespan in terms of career normally mm-hmm. so i think mickey rather than wanting to oh yeah i can it's, you know i can make some money out of this i think it was more i want my shot too i want to be involved in this you know yeah. I, want, I want that success too and it is you know it is a really interesting he's a really interesting character and um you know the two of them acting together you got to remember this is like stallone's first major film and i don't you probably don't know but burgess meredith's a really famous actor he's mm. you know, he, he's he's quite old in rocky he'd made hundreds of films prior to rocky yeah and uh, you know he's almost like an acting great in terms of american cinema stallone's holding his own you know it's a really really good scene so with apollo not particularly training and rocky at the height of fitness we get to the fight. 15 rounds between underdog and overconfident champion. And importantly, Rocky's already said by this point that for him, it's not about the winning. He just wants to go the distance. He wants to be standing at the end. What did you think about this whole sequence, James? I thought it was very dramatic. I thought they were going to show a lot more of like the fighting. I thought it was going to be like maybe like a 20 minute scene. But uh, it was actually quicker than I thought it was going to be. For all the build up, it didn't actually go on very long, did it? No. Also, with that scene, we were both like having a little laugh at the fact that there was nobody in the crowd whatsoever behind them. You know, it was a low-budget film. You don't get that in the any of the sequels. You know, they've got bigger budgets, and that's characteristic of a film that, you know, is punching above its weight. Yeah, and I reckon in the Creed films that it's just CGI now, anyway. So what did you think about the decision? What did you think about the, the decision in the fight in the end? I'm not going to lie, I wasn't expecting it. it um, in Creed, they had the same thing, and I wasn't expecting that either. I thought it was going to be like Apollo was too cocky, Rocky was going to win. Yeah, it's the realistic side of it. You know, you, you, would this underdog really beat the heavyweight champion of the world? Is that is that really possible? And I think the ending, you know, the, or the decision of the fight, it, it's quite bold, isn't it? It's not. It's not the cliched outright win. It's not. Yeah. It's not that story for Rocky. It's more of a. It's more of a personal victory. The result. Okay, it's a split decision. You know, it's in Apollo's favour. But Rocky's made it. Yeah, he made it to the end. He was standing at the end. And, and that one fight changes his life forever. And then in the end, in the final freeze frame, really, the very, very end of the film, Rocky and Adrian, after they've declared their love for each other, the fight doesn't matter at all to them. You get this final shot and it, and that's it. It's ends yeah. in the ring, freeze frame, the film's over, ending on a high. I think they all end on a freeze frame, actually. Rocky 3 definitely ends on a freeze frame. 
they did shoot an extra footage. That f- did the, the final scene of the film was actually supposed to be after everybody had left the stadium, Rocky and uh, Adrian hand in hand, just walking out of an empty stadium. But apparently shot that, but the film the film stock was lost in a in a fire. They went back to this moment and they just that's it. That's the end. Would you have preferred it if Rocky had won? Or do you think that this is more fitting? I yeah, I feel like it's more fitting. Um, it would it definitely makes more sense. What would you say your favourite scene is? Well, it's the training montage, isn't it? It has to be. It has to be. <laughs> it's the best part of the film. I mean, the fight is great, but yeah, I just you know, if you want to boost your spirits, you just watch the training montage of Rocky. When you watched it first, did you originally think that Rocky was going to win the fight? What I hope doesn't happen. There's people watch it and, and they're like disappointed. But yeah, he didn't win, and he did his best, and he 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 was standing at the end. He made it get through fifteen rounds. That's as good as winning. Yeah. So overall, then, what do you what do you think? Um, I thought it was good. There was one bit I didn't like in it, which was this one scene between uh, Rocky and Adrian. It was the apartment scene. I thought that was really weird. But um, oh, what, when they first kind of get together. Yeah, I thought that was just a bit strange. To be fair, but other than that, I thought it was really good. I did find some really excellent behind-the-scenes photographs on Cinephilia and beyond. It is a really, really good website. Check it out. But there's some great uh, behind-the-scenes photographs of and them shooting the, the fight sequence at the end. Mm. Uh, so really, really worth having a look at those. There's a really good article about Rocky as well and, and, and how it was made. I'll put a link in the episode notes for this episode. What would you give it out of 10, James? Um, I'd probably say like an 8, probably. I'd go along with eight. So that's great. Thanks, James. You can follow us on Twitter at TalkingFilm, that's talking with no G at the end, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time. See ya. Can I just go to the toilet?